Nope. All I remember is this girl, she was like three years old or something, and she wrote a like letter thing in crayon, and she was like, I will win Olympic gold in running. And then for the marathon, she got like second, I think. So, so she she's was, a she liar. was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she idiot. <laughs> let us all down. No, <laughs> did you ever believe it? <laughs> she let us all down. <laughs> also, your E's are backward. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. This will be the second Pohada After Dark with my friend Chris Claviter. His daughter Natalie tagged along, and of course, Paulie was there laughing into the microphone periodically. No sponsors this time around. Just want to request that you share an episode of this podcast with a friend. Probably not this one. Preferably a good one. And if you're willing, get on your podcast distribution app or whatever it is you use to listen to this and give us a five-star review. That'd be great. Thanks. Without further ado, the rest of us BSing and shooting on the Olympics. Natalie, can you go get us some whiskey? No. Okay. <laughs> yep, gotta be 18 to serve. I did that, that true? yesterday. Your country. And I got $5 from your dad. Oh, yeah, grandpa. yeah, yeah. She was playing waitress when, so we didn't have to get up to get our own drinks. And he was paying her per round. That's like why you have kids, isn't it? No, yeah, not you don't per round. Pay he, got, he gave me one tip. He didn't even How many drinks did he have? Like four. Oh my god! What's that come she down to minimum wage wise? What do you think? He gave me five dollars <laughs> over the course of like two hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Maybe. low. You need to talk to your union rep. Is what's up. Yeah. Do you know how to get all your union rep? No. What local are you part of? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That was an idiocracy moment. What's your name? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first? Mm. Are you getting nervous because of the mic in your face? No. Do you guys want whiskey? Yeah. 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 I'm good. Um, You're good. <laughs> just neat on the rocks. What kind of whiskey? Club soda. There's a few to choose from up there. You got a Scott. You got anything in the PD selection? Yep. All right, I'll take a PD on like. Little ice. Kit? Polly's fully uh, uh, converted to Lafroy. <gasps> yeah, that's your jam, isn't it? We knocked out a couple bottles off the shelf. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saved my, I saved one of them from like the Burnsville house all the way to this most recent house, and it felt so good to tap into. Too good, I'd say. We finished off a triple wood and a lore the other night. I found. Oh, it. you're talking about when I was here. Yeah. Yeah. A triple wood and, and oh, they weren't they weren't full they, they were oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like Jesus and there, were, and there was five of us like two fingers of that <laughs> and I'm definitely feeling it because There's definitely four people there oh no Jeff came no, in later yeah, that was Jeff five came. fair enough yeah. oh when do we do this cabin thing is it ever happening it was supposed to be this coming weekend actually well it's definitely not this coming definitely weekend we're gonna do Fargo weekend. instead yeah was, you gonna go Fargo that's the problem with text groups with seven or eight people is a great idea comes up people go yeah and then like commitment issues and yeah but that's a minimal problem do you want to go to fargo saturday on saturday oh no no okay well anyways what time are you going to fargo like noon oh 
What did Polly say? He never answered John, did he? Polly said he's 100% in. He in? said, I love this fucking idea. You guys rock. I, I did not say that. I he said, busted out his uh, talk coffee about it cup today. that turns into a bong. And then he smoked out of it. <laughs> and he went, toot, toot. And then he put it away. So I think he's really into this idea. Because <laughs> we got Chris, we're recording yeah, with Chris Golv on Saturday. Yeah, we got to talk about that. About 1.30. All right. Higher ground guy. He's bringing whiskey. He said, should I bring a bottle of whiskey? I said, I've never said no to that sentence in my life. But yeah, I don't, don't I have either. No, you don't need to. Right. I need to share his, stu- his stuff on my on the jujitsu after dark pages again. Yeah, why not? Is he, he's, it's under, what is it, GFT? Yeah, it's a real affiliate. Rio. We went there for his uh, open, they did their, one of their comp classes one Sunday morning at, at mm-hmm. his place. And it was far from feeling like a comp class. Like, uh, but it just felt more like an open roll and everybody's having fun. It was yeah. short. The, nice. the only thing different than their normal open roll, there wasn't a Brazilian barbecue going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, we got to watch our weight. So let's all eat up, meet up at a restaurant afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of comp class where it's just open roll. Yeah, that's it. Because I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris, remember? His, his class? Yeah. What? Dynamite drop in, Monty. All those years of broadcasting school are really paying off. Yeah, for you. you gotta you finish it. Oh, <laughs> huh? Wait, what about his class? You said. Oh, his place. class. After his class, we went to eat. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's. Well, I didn't know oh, what you were talking you about. You reacted. You started. You put your hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <that thing. 'Cause, laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> <Scary>. <laughs> nobody, nobody sounds worse on these microphones than I do. So. I thought you had that. an epiphany. I thought you were like, Chris Gold's class? Oh, my God. I remember something in that class, but you were just like, oh, my God, a microphone. No. I just... Ooh, everybody's going to be listening. No, they're Everybody. Not. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. I can show you the in stats. In the world. Sister. In the world? You're, yeah. When you hit the front page of Reddit for, doing your, for eating the burrito in half, and then that one time you twisted your leg up and you made the front page of WTF. What? Who are you talking about? She... So Reddit? She's a front page of Redditor. Well, I got a, I know I, the burrito one. But I was an early adopter to Reddit. Yeah, yeah. I know, and then I know. she was also just doing weird little kid shit all the time. So I just take yeah. a picture and post it on these different subreddits. Yeah, and so many people were like, "Who wants a free sun?" Well, because it's just a picture of her hands and her mouth eating a burrito, biting it sideways. And the burrito's not even a burrito. It's got like hamburger helper in it. Yeah. Well, that's and a burrito. And then she's eating. So it's already breaking all the rules. Yeah. And then she's eating it sideways, and then they're like, who wants a free son? Yeah. I really uh, want a burrito now. I remember I posted I had a breakfast burrito I posted yesterday. That's good. <laughs> See, that's, this, is, yeah. this yeah. is the quality content that people want to hear. Yeah, what kind of different burritos you can make? How anarchists make burritos? No, that's my buddy Andres Ballinas Barajas. He's like first-generation American, like parents only speak Spanish kind of thing. New to the country. I said, brother, what is Mexican food? And he said, well, like at home, we will have like tortillas and then just put whatever we've got in the tortilla. It's a plate. <laughs> it's a handle. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, everything. It's bread. It's mm-hmm. the same thing you do with a sandwich. Whatever you have, it's hash. If you don't have bread or a tortilla, eggs. The eggs will do. You just mix anything with eggs and you can apparently eat it. Mm-hmm. Got leftover chicken wings and a salad? Throw it in, the, throw it in some eggs. Apparently you call it hash. It might yeah. be a Minnesota thing only, but... Uh. Or a St. Paul only thing. I stopped listening. I don't even know what you're saying. Hash? Hash. Do you stop listening to eggs? Either. Do you hate eggs? I love eggs. Oh. From my head down to my eggs. legs. You hate eggs? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It smells like fart. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> How do you make your eggs? With heat? 
use ver- different varieties of heat. But also, the texture of eggs is gross too. What like the texture of eggs? Yeah, you gotta cook them, otherwise they're like all slimy. Scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. There's a little something there. And also, the eggs that my grandma gives me, there's always poop on them because they're like all natural eggs or something. Poop on the eggs? Yeah. Like the eggs like themselves the or the shell? There's straight from the chicken to our house. Yeah, but I'm saying on the shell though. Yeah. Yeah, you wipe it off. No big deal, right? Well, yeah. Sometimes there's feathers too. Mm. The sound of booze <laughs> being dispensed. Ooh. Nice, Polly. What is yeah, it? How do you say? How do you say I that? I figured you had tried that, but I wasn't sure. You've given me a bottle of this before. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was super good. Boom. Goes down like Pepsi. What's that stuff? Polly brought it for me because it's my only contribution to the drinking recently. So. Wait, is, there, is there enough for a pour? Have it, dude. There's enough. It's 114 proof. Yeah. Just yeah. You guys can slow roll them. Polly, did you watch the Olympics? Uh, I watched as much as I could. Which is like how much? Like, what do you think? How much were you paying attention? I, I wouldn't say I paid a ton of attention, but um, I watched every day a little bit here and there. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. I paid more attention to the Olympics this year than I have in a long, long time, and that means I looked up at the TVs at work once in a while. All right. And saw, like, headlines and shit. Uh, I think Polly and I are probably on the same track. I watched. I stopped watching Law & Order for a little bit. There you go. To uh, make time for the Olympics. <laughs> yes. So NBC got my attention in another way. But I, made, I just tuned into the wrestling stuff when i could but i didn't go out of my way to tune in the wrestling because i know there's replays and you can always catch it on the, all the streaming services i did watch the men's heavyweight gold medal match because that low you know local kid you seen him around here and stuff it's just cool to watch and was, for sure what a great what, tell me match. what happened with the ending of that uh because it was like a last minute finish type deal right like yeah second it, wasn't it i, I didn't it was, watch it actually because it was early right so okay the setup hold that on I saw, who are we talking about what so Gable Stevenson, Gable mm-hmm. Dan Stevenson, mm-hmm. that that is his legit <laughs> I, I name from his parents. <laughs> I know, man. His mom. Yeah, it, the, uh, he was a five-time state champion here in Minnesota, and then he went to the U of M, where he won the NCAA title, and then uh, he went to the Olympics and won. And then he was he had nobody had scored on him in the entire in his entire run up to the final match. Go to the final match, he, had, he gave up zero points. The only person that I recall has done that was uh, Dan Gable. So Gable Dan and Dan Gable, the only two Americans to, to do this feat, as they both go for Olympic gold. Yeah. I text Natalie that idea as the last period was getting underway. I think it was the last period, and he was uh, Gable was up five to zero, and then two, five to two. Okay, well, okay. Well, oh, shit. He's getting turned. Oh, my God. He's down. Oh, he's, he's down in points. And Jordan Burroughs was just saying in a previous match, when I'm trying to ride out the clock, I like to be ahead by three points in, when there's less than a minute remaining. Because in a minute, for somebody to score twice, that's just straight up beating you. That's, that's you really messed up, and they really wanted it more than you. Fast forward back to the match, the gold medal match in the heavyweights. I'm like, he's down by three points, and there's less than a minute left. Then 40 seconds, and you know, time's just racing. I'm like, oh, my God, this poor kid. Everything was going perfect. Silver's great, but everything was supposed to be this, and then he was already talking about what's next. 
Now everybody's going to get on your case. Focus on your wrestling. Come back in four years and win gold. You know, stick to wrestling. So as I'm thinking these thoughts, and time, I'm like, well, there goes the time. In the last 10 seconds, he scores twice. He just starts snapping, going, shoot. Everything he could throw at this guy, he did. And the last second, he just went down to basically like a fifth, how a fifth grader just has to get a point so he can go home for the day. And he just starts (laughs) grabbing and riding him, throwing him side to side and trying to turn his body. And he gets behind him. He puts his arm around his waist and just, I fucking did it. And that's when he runs off. And And does his backflip, which he did when he would have went state. He throws up two. He goes, Mm -hmm. two. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've already seen that meme making his way around. Yeah, didn't. Oh, mom sent it. Yeah. Yeah. So that. That's and that's I'm glad I at least caused that. I what just happened to wake up at 5:30 in the morning and I was like, well, if I'm awake, I may as well turn on the. I know the wrestling's on because she was over there. Did you watch? Yeah, any, did I you was watch at. Any? Yes, I did watch. How, the how much wrestling did you watch this year, Natalie? All of it. I all mean, all the women. Uh, all of it, like all day or what? Yeah, like 4 a.m. to midnight. Oh my god. <laughs> it was. It was. It's <laughs> brutal. Exhausting, but. You know, they had to watch it at their wrestling school or with the wrestling school. Yeah, with uh, Helen Marulis's coach. Yeah, from 2016. Kevin Black down mm. in uh, River Falls. Shout out. <laughs> Four but, or five episodes from now, hopefully. Yeah, like hopefully that would be a great mind to pick. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, and obviously, like her story's coming back from that. But that that was a uh, driving out there. F- Four in the morning. Well, it was only ten minutes away. Going so. back at yeah, but then go back at six to pick you up, and then back to eight, eight to drop you off, and then like then you get a break, and now you try to go to jujitsu, and I'm like, all right, no, it's still messed up my sleep pattern from last week. Then all the way to midnight, they yeah, get home, same. like just so you could watch wrestling. Yeah, with their, they, he with was breaking down friends. the wrestling as they were yeah. watching it. I was like, well, that's it an, was a really that's good a hell of an experience. It's like pretty good dadding though, too. Good job. What are you gonna do? Yeah, say no. Good job. Yeah. Probably, how could probably, you? I how could you go back to sleep mom. knowing that ask you just mom. broke yeah. some kids? Like, <laughs> hey, you know that really ambitious kid you have? You just hurt their feelings. Good night. <laughs> like yeah, I can't people, sleep like that. People kill other people's ambition all the time. So people kill stuff. other people all the time. I mean, it doesn't mean it's normal. I didn't say any of it was oh, normal. Okay. I was. Com- I was com- com- I'm sorry. I'm bad with compliments. All right. Yeah, I'm just yeah. not shitty at taking compliments. Yeah. Well, you look the way you look. So. Yeah. Exactly. You could even be like this. You could be like, thanks. Mm. No, that's the worst. That's oh, the worst. Let's back up and acknowledge that Paulie pulled out the ask your mom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom took me when he was at work. So mm-hmm. shout, shout out, out to mom. Suzanne. Via. Oh, via. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, tell me about matches. You remember any? Just what? About them? Yeah. Uh, what, what was like the highlight of these or what did you learn? The highlight was for me watching mensa win gold because i don't know i i haven't really watched her wrestle before and so everybody was talking about her and how nice she is and how good of a wrestler she is so it was really they actually those people you're watching with they they knew her and practiced with her before right yeah they they so she's been to victory no they've done camps from her Oh, she taught kids. Kind of like how Adeline Gray did, like, was a clinician at some things. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. So Mensa had already taught camps. Yeah. Before. Okay. Those people got a hell of a deal. Now that she's a gold medalist, those camps are really expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, 
it was really fun and everybody was cheering even though it was like five in the morning people <laughs> outside were probably still sleeping <laughs> and you can hear a lot from downstairs so it was really fun just being in that environment and especially since it was an all-girls camp and we were watching women's wrestling like mostly it was just really fun yeah she wasn't the only u.s woman to win a gold medal though right wasn't no, she, uh, Hildebrandt won. No. Hildebrandt got bronze. Bronze. Or bronze and Hel- Helen got bronze and yeah. Adeline got silver. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's still four medals. The Americans this year, the go around the Olympics, killed it. Absolutely yeah. killed it. There's so much more drive and popularity in the Olympics. And one of my big beefs was watching every time some of these wrestlers were doing well. Gable, for example. He's, now he's like calling a shot about. He can go anywhere he wants. If he decides he's going to fight MMA, the UFC is going to be like, I mean, we're going to work with you here to make you a superstar and tell you prove us otherwise. Didn't he, Even tweet, more, didn't he tweet Dana the wave emoji? The I think day? so. Yeah. And then he, all, but he was also talking about the WWE, and he's, been, he's tweeted pictures of him and Brock together. Daniel Cormier said he should go with pro wrestling first and get a name for yourself and come into the UFC with a huge payday built in instead of being built by the UFC and having small paydays to hopefully a big payday turnout. Because WWE could turn him out to a superstar right away. You're an Olympic gold medalist. You can get those huge paydays for being a superstar. A Kurt Angle. Like, yeah. Sports entertainer. Yeah, 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 Kurt Angle. Yeah. And then you go, have your real, you go have your MMA fights, and you can have your training time in there and everything like that, and, and get, you know. So, but all these people that I'm trying to like get the updates from, so there's always comments and they always kind of, you can always see the most controversial comments, right? On all the article links. So I'm like, they're like, Gable needs to win at least two more goals so he can break this guy's record so he can be considered the greatest wrestler of all time. Then you can move on to doing do this other uh, actor bull crap or cage fighting stuff or whatever. I'm like. Or he, do these do people have any c- or he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Or he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> and also, do these people have any, these people who have, are typing their life advice to a kid who's never good, he's not reading this p- fan page uh, yeah, of this yeah. wrestling news site. You and know? also, you don't know shit. Yeah, and and you, he's not going to like that's somebody who's to some random guy. Yeah, yeah that's know. somebody who's never had success, let alone that level <laughs> right, of success. Yeah, you have no concept. Ultimately, they, they think he's just going to be like, oh, wait, that's a really good idea. It's a no-brainer right now. In the current state we're living in, his kid wins the Olympic gold medal and is already having controversy. People are already saying stuff about him and assuming things about him. Did you, hold, real quick, did, speaking of already, did you go on the UFC website at all? And had like a banner that was congratulating him oh, on yeah. his gold medal win already. Mm. And they had another, uh, David Taylor too. Okay. It was on there. He won gold also. Who the, who the fuck's he going to, what's the four medals? Is that like Alexander Corellin or what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but. Good. Good. Great. Yeah. Go do that. What? Yeah. And then go look at uh, the Rock's house versus, yeah, right. you know. And the it, push for him to run for fucking president. Like, here, here's yeah, my, go win some more gold medals. That's fucking amazing, but yeah. you're you're right. And yeah. now people are turning the corner. You know, there's more people. More people are still on the side, though, of like, oh, okay, if he does walk away from wrestling, MMA, I guess, is tolerable. At least he's still fighting in a real sport, not this make-believe, eh, this hatred for pro wrestling, right? He should go get an accounting degree and become an accountant because fuck you people. That's a, these are the do. same people who said LeBron should go to college and not write to the pros. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember that because he's like roughly our age, my yeah, age, maybe. He's your age, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, what? Yeah, do, do you know how much they get paid in the NBA? And then, well, it's the a bench bu- team, like the backups. 
and stay in the, the, they're the same people who say stay humble. They're the same people who hated end zone dances. You've never experienced this kind of success, let alone probably most success. Yeah. And you're going to sit there and tell somebody who's by a very young age of way out, way past you. Was there any backlash to him doing a backflip or was he no, heavy enough to make that, it cool enough that nobody gave a shit? No, that actually got him a lot of uh, clout as the kids are calling it. Cause Hype. yeah, people I, like kids are not calling it. Clout, yeah. Bro. Kids we are not it calling clout. it clout. <laughs> Man, I'm that far gone, huh? Hype. Yeah. She said hype. Yeah. Wow, dope, you know. Snoop and Kevin Hart's little <laughs> Olympic a, show. Dope is a throwback. We said dope. See. Mm-hmm. Snoop and Kevin Hart had that have uh, had a show where they're talking about the Olympics. Like they did the commentary thing. Mm, they didn't do commentary, but they like they you could watch the clips, like the highlights of the Olympics. Yeah. On which is the best way to do it anyway. Yeah, and then they would so they they spent a good minute and a half talking about his backflip and Fuck how yeah. crazy that was, or whatever. And they they gave him a good shout out. I definitely need to watch that. Is it a show or an audio thing? It's a show. It's something you put on when you're cooking. Because Snoop, Snoop is hilarious about that kind of shit. He is. Yeah, he is. And they definitely get away. I like wh- once you hear them, you're like, wow. They're, nobody cares what they're saying. Nobody's watching them. They told them you can. It was like when uh, Doug Stanhope and Joe Rogan did the Man Show, and it wasn't that great, but they were definitely they doing whatever, whatever they wanted whatever, to do, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, the, my point. Back to my point, you. If you're the greatest MMA fighter of all time, I'm not. But say who you are. Yeah, so let's okay. say, just. Sorry, we'll say Anderson Silva, right? You can make arguments for so many people. Let's oh, just pick dude. Anderson Silva, right? All all 17 people that will listen to this just rolled their fucking eyes. They're like, nope. GSP. It's my guy. Oh, all yeah. All 17. Either one, you take any one of these, these yes. goats yeah. and look at how much they're worth and what their lifestyle's like, yeah. and then compare it to the top three WWE wrestlers or of like all time. Or like Terry Funk. You yeah, know, like a guy only the diehards knew about. Yeah. He made killer money, I'm sure. But yeah, you go and compare it to The Rock, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, these guys who, John Cena. And why would you not go to the WWE first and give that a shot? Because if that takes off, you are elevated to the very tippy top of everything. Right. What about like everybody knows like Ronda Rousey? Yeah, how much money has she made in the last three, four years compared to the previous 10? Exactly. And everybody knew Ronda Rousey. And which they did. She was still underpaid. She didn't get her paydays till she got to the WWE again. I, uh, I think she got paid. She was one of the first million dollar babies in the UFC. I think, but probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's also the UFC was just getting a lot of traction, notoriety, and becoming a major player there on Fox and ESPN and all that stuff. And and yeah. <laughs> Dollar babies give movie. That just I thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) We just watched that. I forgot about the ending. Oh yeah, the ending. How'd the ending go? Yeah, because like this is a really. (laughs) I've never seen it, but I know the ending. Super uplifting. Yeah. Watch the fighter instead. No. Watch the Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Or that uh, take on this scene. Of the fighter. Trash man. Oh. (laughs) Of the million dollar baby, the head hitting the stool thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh God! Spoiler alert. What? You just give away the ending. To what? Million Dollar Baby. Don't say it's the ending. People want. Did I say it's the ending? No. I've never seen the movie. Is that the ending? Are you being serious? No. It's actually not the very ending. No. The ending is the credits. There's still like 45 minutes left at that point. The rest of it. Oh, man. Worst ending in a movie? It 2. Sorry. I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. (laughs) It 2 had 45 minutes of unnecessary crap at the end. The like first watched- it of the modern ones mm-hmm. was pretty solid. It was fun. Oh, super. It was when fun. We watched you know. it, you like the whole time you were like every yeah, but it too sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's right. 
But we were watching it. But one. it's so bad it ruined the first one now. Now I can't enjoy any of them because it's so bad. And they were foreshadowing the whole time going, yep, just can't wrap up a movie. Every Judd Apatow flick has 45 minutes of unnecessary stupid scenes in it. Every Judd Apatow flick has two hours of unnecessary well, scenes. Fair enough. <laughs> somebody, somebody tell me what a Judd Apatow flick is. You ever seen a modern-day rom-com where it's funny enough that they tricked all the dudes into going to a, a romantic movie with their old ladies? There was no. A, there was the one with... Uh, Tell me the name of the Amy movie. Paul, Schumer. Name one with Paul Rudd. Just movie with Paul Rudd. I think they've yeah, been all of them. Right? Uh, there was the Knocked Up was one. Yep. Yep. Oh. Um, the only good. Paul Rudd movie that I know is Ant-Man and Clueless. Clueless for sure. That's... Shout out to Via again. Via whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get Clueless when I watched it. How is Clueless a shout out to my mom? Because she's got good taste in movies and she's, she's helping the one you out. Showed you the mo- yeah. <laughs> what? Ant Man. I didn't. What the fuck is Ant Man? Ant Man, the like Marvel, That's a movie? I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he like shrinks mm-hmm. and stuff. Before the That's movies, a there's a whole bad. bunch of little like cartoon books that would come out to kids, and they buy them for like a nickel a quarter or whatever comic books, and he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, one, another thing about the Olympics, did you guys see that karate dude get kicked in the face? And then he no. woke up a gold medal winner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? So, Not so after the fact. But yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's the rules, you know? What? Seriously. The, the whole yeah that, that was too aggressive version of fighting we're not well, doing that that type of fighting so if they're doing point karate you're not supposed to kick dangerous parts or try to go for knockout he did, blows he kick into the the chest, chest and the guy level changed yeah. and shot in but just like uh jujitsu tournaments if you didn't intend to slam but you still did you're dq'd you can knock a guy out you can get knocked out in a jujitsu tournament and win a gold medal in the UFC how the fuck do you done. unintentionally slam somebody in jiu-jitsu? you turn them they don't post you go to dump them during a, a double leg and they don't post and they post on their face instead i've seen all which types is, of but it's which is again their fault right but you still get dq'd for it because you slam IBJJF them rules? don't say dq that's because you turn a good double leg you're just driving into the ground this guy doesn't post it turns into a slam all of a sudden or you get a little elevation off their feet and turn them so you land in side control and they don't land right and it looks worse or they get knocked out because they didn't land so right. So it's all of these are legitimate, including the is it karate? Karate mm-hmm. thing is examples of being so much better at something than someone that they get to win. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Let's do it. I, it's not exclusive delay. I mean, look at the NFL right now. You hit a quarterback no. and you hit oh, him too hard yeah. and now it's a whatever. I don't even watch football hardly at all, but every time I do, I'm like, what's that flag for? Yeah. Just tackle the quarterback. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to yeah. tackle the fucking quarterback? The guy that but, has a fucking ball, you're supposed to smash him in the dirt. Hey, one thing that goes over and over again, though, the ratings keep going up for all this stuff. For what? Football? All this nerfed out. Any nerfed out game. Football ratings? I thought it was in the basement, wasn't it? Okay, since they started nerfing out football, we're talking about 15-year, 20-year Okay, okay. I, I was thinking much issue, more recent. Right? Yeah. yeah, but they started taking the – you couldn't hit the receiver when they are catching the ball, you know, you roughing the quarterback, hands to the face, hands down. These are going back like a decade. Everything to make it faster and thrown farther. They want more that. points, yeah. and they want the longer-lasting quarterbacks so they can right. get a name they can sell for years and years and years. <clears throat> um, name one. Name one. Name you could sell quarterback for years and years and years. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Okay. Exactly. I saw a meme. Uh, it was another name I know, and I'm not a football guy, but like the dude was drafted, played, retired, and inducted into the 
NFL Hall of Fame between Tom Brady's seventh and twenty-second year of playing. Is that real? Oh. Has he been playing football that long? Like one know. of the all-time great players did his full run, including acknowledgments, like in the center. Do you know who the quarterback before his. Tom Brady was? No, you don't. But Drew, I'm surprised I know. Was it? Yeah. How old were we when Drew Bledsoe was? Which just won that Super Bowl. I don't know the answer. To I that. was probably I was still trading football cards when Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> You're 22. Did, did, during Drew Bledsoe's last year, I was still trading football cards, and my friends were still dumb enough for me to rip them off big time. <laughs> so we were young. We were really young. Yeah, I'll buy you a chili dog at holiday if you give me that Drew Bledsoe rookie card deal. <laughs> That's a lot of the trade agreements in. Trade <laughs> Is that how that, that game goes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he's been around forever, but that's they, fucking crazy. Yeah, but he wouldn't have lasted that long in the old rules. But sure, man, that sells jerseys. That yes. takes all types of people who normally wouldn't be so turned on to football mm-hmm. to be participating. And to an effect, jujitsu to be as big as it is has to have some of those protections built in because you don't want to go from your job to getting slammed on your on your slammed into the ground at seven p.m. just because you're trying to stay in shape. And then you come up with a sweet concussion, and then you take a nap, and then you go back to work the next day. Now, nobody wants that life, right? So they had to nerf it up some. And then the tournaments, they have to sell tournament spots. And you're not going to go to fly to Orlando to go compete. I can't believe people fly to go to on a diet. They People vacation on a diet. Like, what <laughs> the vacation. fuck are you thinking? Oh, you want to go to Vegas and do Worlds? Nope. You know why? Because I'm fat when I'm not really focused on my weight. <laughs> You're going to get on a diet, fly to go on vacation, spend a huge chunk of it in the hardest athletic moments you'll have. Yeah. yeah and you're going to spend all your free time training up for yeah. this tournament where you could lose one. Your first, every, half done. those people lose their first match and they're done. You're done. Yeah. They did all that. You know what else I could do? I could go to Vegas and eat a hot dog while watching you do that stuff. <laughs> Your highly aspirational daughter is listening to this. Very I understand. <laughs> I understand. But and I'm, well, this is yeah. what happens. That's what he does. If you can, what, <laughs> what, wait, hold on. Shut the fuck up. What? Expand on that. He just, he just drives us to the tournament. Oh yeah. Okay. Watches, drives us back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ten hours drive, but yeah. Yeah, way to minimize. You know. Yeah, the and getting the booking the hotel, the travel, well, paying for the dues. Linking you up with your coaches. I mean, there's a lot to I'll go on. Remember that one time I competed at the same tournament you competed at? Yeah, that was fun. That was so, so much harder than well, doing... When was that? A normal, it was a nothing... I mean, not nothing, but it, it was... It was the Dells. I had one guy in my bracket, oh, yeah. and they, we, they had to mash up like seven brackets just to give me that one guy, one of those tournaments or whatever. World Championship? You win a world championship? Yeah, yeah. I was Blue Belt Masters 2. <laughs> 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 so, the... Uh, but, you know, I still like wanted to not do poorly, and if I don't try, you know, I'm I'm gonna do poorly at any given tournament. I'm not a great athlete, so yes. I have to do all that plus plan all that. That's a lot of work. But if I was one of those guys who just could go just compete, you know, without really putting forth much effort, in, they're always kind of on weight and they're always in good shape for the most part, oh, and they're yeah, always training. You also had to cut seven pounds in like an hour. Well, you yeah, didn't. No, you fucking didn't. Huh? You, you don't need to cut weight. No, I didn't. But here's the thing. The weight classes are like, you can either be 195 or 130. Which pick one? And you're like, well, 195, the guy threw me across what's the, the room. What's the mark for like super heavy? Like what's the lightest I can be in like the 
unlimited weight class. Yeah, but you don't have. No, I, okay. I'm just asking. I'm not making a point. I'm just oh, curious what it is. I don't know. Like, in, well, absolute division. You could do whatever weight class you want. That's not what I'm asking. What's the lightest you could be in the heaviest weight class? Yeah, is it like two twenty? Is that probably? Like, I'd yeah. say like two twenty, okay. two thirty. I haven't so looked into be, it. You can be two hundred twenty-five yeah. pounds, or you can be four hundred and twenty pounds, or something. In yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for the heaviest weight class, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's? I'm just setting your point relative to my oh, own yeah, experience, yeah. and yeah, that's yeah. So okay. fair point. And I've competed at like my net, like okay, so I'm what five seven and a half and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I've that's, that's five, living that under six foot life, you count every quarter inch. <laughs> I've competed at one ninety five for one of my first tournaments at just some local tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Same for St. grappling games. I was like, well, I'll just go. Up. Everyone's oh, just compete which way is walk whatever you walk around it. So I did. And then guys with gigantic hands grabbed a hold of me <laughs> and started tearing my arms across oh, yeah. off my body. Zach Jeffrey hands. Mm-hmm. Even out. when I competed at like one seventy, <laughs> then one one sixty five and under, I started dishing them. But that Naga I did where I competed at 170, everybody on the podium's taller than me. And I'm on top. And they're all taller than me, even mm. with the podium advantage. So it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people to deal with, you know, a lot of human beings to deal with. And so I have to die and I have to get into a shape. But that's reason now to motivates me to compete. So I can be like, getting kind of chubby. And it was really hard to get up the stairs. Maybe you should do a tournament so you can motivate yourself to get in shape. The stairs aren't enough motivation. No, the stairs should be easy all the time. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so you think I'm going to get up in the morning and go swing a kettlebell <laughs> in my backyard because I want to be able to get up the stairs? No. I'm no. Gonna have to, I have, the only reason I'm going to do that is because I feel like some kind of imminent fear of embarrassing myself is coming up in the future. You know what one of the better moments of the Olympics was? was uh, What the hell is his name? Ryan Krauser? Is that his name? The shot putter. We win shot put like we win the 100 meter dash and stuff. Like is, the American team. Is that a lot or a little? What's that? I don't know how often we win the 100 Oh, a lot. Dash. Sorry. Okay. My my interest in uh, the Olympics is more track and field historically. Mm, yeah. Still minimal. Yeah. I don't I give enough of a shit about any of it. But, but he broke uh, like a 30 year old world record a few months ago and then he went and won Olympic gold. That's the fucking baller year. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Is he the guy from Texas? Probably. I think he held up like it. a "Hey Grandpa" sign or some shit. Like oh, did he? I didn't I see so. any of that. That's cool. It's the guy I How long would it take for? A- he broke the a world record in the shot put, which is a game that like you hit a PR of like a half an inch in yeah. a year, and you're like, "Yeah, boy, I'm having a good year." He beat a 30 year old world record by like eight inches, and then won Olympic gold. And that's that was, that's fucking sweet. I was watching that. I probably paid more attention to it this year because just because I've heard you talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. and that you used to do it, so I was like watching it. It's unreal. This fucking dude so spin powerful. around in a circle. <laughs> just did, did you watch any hammer throw? Hammer throw is no. one of the coolest yeah. events in any Which, athletic. I don't know what that one is. Awesome. Even I don't think is it basically yeah. a shot put on a wire with a handle mm-hmm. and they rotate and it spins around them and then they launch at some bitch. Next time you guys are rolling gee together, ask Matt <laughs> to go out in the parking lot and show you the hammer throw. And you, you're gonna need a Just lot give me, of space. Give me your wrist. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, you remember the movie Matilda? <laughs> Miss Miss Trunchbull hammer threw the kid out the window in Matilda. She was a hammer thrower and a shot putter. The only recall. thing I know from Matilda is when she was like, I'm vegetarian. I don't remember that. I remember that's Matilda from like The Professional. Oh, yeah, um, see. That's a the, sat, the movie with the sniper. Yes, mm. like, he's taking care of that little girl. I don't remember much about it, but I remember that guy being really cool. That was really Natalie cool. Portman, like super young Natalie Portman yeah. and John Reno. He had a sniper rifle in a suitcase, though, and it was all like... 
cut out little spots. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but did you see Perfect. the... Um, On brand. The match... In the Olympics, this is absolutely. You're the only one. <laughs> no, on but topic, you guys actually. are talking about Matilda. <laughs> yeah, we're way we're way off topic. You go. Anyways, so this is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, but it was Cuba versus Mongolia, and the Cuban guy was up eleven to two, and then second period comes, and then Mongolia scores like two points, three points, one point, and then it's like four to eleven. 6-11, to 11. and then all of a sudden, Mongolia wins the match by Tech with, like, 0.3 seconds left, and he won 21-11. to 11. So you didn't even just make up a 9-point no, disadvantage. You a 19, just... He scored 19 points in a row against this guy Jesus. in the Olympics. And Is this, like, a huge mismatch? No, no, this this was just this is a Cuban wrestler. You were you know the history of Cuban wrestlers according of course, to Yoel Yo Romero. Of course. You what? win, you eat. <laughs> the better, the more you win, the better you eat. So these guys in the Olympics, they're like, if I lose this, I'm going straight back to the bottom and where I cannot go backwards from this lifestyle. And so, that was an embarrassing loss too. He is done. Yeah, it was literally. I hope not. He was up nine points, and then. The break, the 30 second break, because it's freestyle. And then they come back, and he just gets scored on 19 times in a row. Are there more than one different kind of wrestling in the Olympics? Yes, there's freestyle and Greco Roman wrestling. And everybody in America has an opinion on if folk style should be in there or if we should be eliminating folk style from our program. That's a third style of wrestling. Folk style is. Now, you're going to have to help me out because we just heard this lesson from. Greg Nelson at the Academy yeah. a couple weeks ago. But the how folk style came about is there's, well, you can start all the way back at Pancration, and then Pancration goes, leads into wrestling, catch wrestling. Uh, folk style essentially comes from catch wrestling where you had to take, you had to have one hand free so you could submit or manipulate your opponent. And in Pancration, even, you want to be able to strike with one hand. So it's a slower style of wrestling that's more focused on controlling your opponent's body. And that's why Greg was saying that folk style wrestlers do better transition in mma very well um and jujitsu because they're used to having one open hand and now you just teach that one open hand how to do more work that's yeah. where like folk style moves like uh half nelson arm bar they all like come from catch wrestling in a way mm -hmm. so so and you were saying there's one opinion that we should ditch folk styles that means that like high school programs and college programs do folk style wrestling yes so okay. american schools do folk style and then if you're a very dedicated wrestler you'll keep wrestling in the summer where you'll touch in spring and summer where you'll touch into freestyle and greco except all year the women do freestyle mm -hmm. women wrestle freestyle when it's, yeah, when it's, <laughs> women only have one style of wrestling available in America, freestyle. College wrestling freestyle. And in the Olympics. Olympics and wrestling and freestyle. The Olympics are freestyle and Greco. For women, they only have freestyle available. They still don't yeah, have Greco bet, available. Oh, yeah, for I was thinking women. overall, sorry. <clears throat> mm -hmm. huh. So it, it's, it's an interesting argument on both sides, and I think it comes down to what is the point of being a wrestler is it to win the gold medal in the Olympics and be called, just calling yourself the greatest wrestler? Or is it how far into the origin are we going? Or is it to be the best fighter, the best grappler? Yeah. 
if that's what you want to say, then it's not Olympic gold. It's about right. being a, the greatest Damian Maya type of ca- or a catch wrestler, Josh Barnett's Eric Paulson's, you know, like one of these kind of greats. In, and and in, ironically, can, though, if you rattled off three names of like Greco or freestyle wrestlers, I wouldn't know them, but I know mm-hmm. the three you just said. Yeah. Cause the crossover to jujitsu yeah, and just the popularity of fighting in general. <laughs> and if it serves better for fighting yeah. versus going and wrestling that dude in this style again. And now we have a long argument that's been going on for martial arts for, thousands of years or however long hundreds of years exactly and you've got the different pajamas arguing about which pajamas superior and they're like why don't you just blend the tops and bottoms and see what comes out best and tops and bottoms opens up to a whole different type of wrestling yeah i mean fourth style Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there's also top and bottom position folk style too which (laughs) the uh popularity of wrestling though overall let's just say that those arguments and people more people being active in those arguments is a good thing overall yeah, because for sure wrestling Dis- discourse is, is a product of popularity yeah Some, you know th- nobody would give a shit if more fans know. more stupid people with their yeah. stupid opinions right, right, right. the including myself yeah the um but at least you have people talking about it and the where, where is the popularity from wrestling coming from i think it's trickled down from let's go since i like to go deep in history and everything i think it's trickled down from the x games and the whole Gen, Gen X grunge, mm-hmm. we're doing everything you say we're not supposed yeah, to do, do culture. something else, if nothing else. That's what birthed X Games. And then it comes MMA, cage fighting with no rules. You know, the music UFC scene. UFC 1. <laughs> UFC 1 transitions to, well, I want to know how to do that Gracie stuff. And then the Gracie stuff transitions to, well, grappling is pretty cool all together, you know. And now, hey, I started into jujitsu late because it was this cool thing to do in your 20s and now get my kid into wrestling i mean I'm, yeah. i know i'm not the only one in the right. story right generation by generation it progresses and grows and gets mm-hmm. earlier and younger and then like, there's even a few people that you grab that come on because you're watching it at work a youtube highlight reel of gable's match and people go man wrestling's pretty cool now that i the general public has a better better idea of fighting than they've ever had in their lives because they've seen it at bars and they just now when they see certain positions they're like oh that guy's getting his ass kicked whereas before Mel yeah, Gibson, he's on the bottom. 1987, Mel Gibson throws up a triangle choke in Lethal Weapon 1. Everyone just goes, what's he doing? Making him eat his butt? <laughs> you know, and then Gary Busey passes out, comes back to life, whatever. Bruce Lee's armbar and fist, fist of Fury and Enter the Dragon. Like People are like, what is going on right here? Punch him again. You he's know? just hanging onto his arm. But nowadays, anybody sees a rear naked choke or an armbar going on, everybody, no matter how much you're disassociated from fighting, you know what that is. And so there's going to be a lot more people just have appreciation for the fine art of grappling, and then they're getting their kids into wrestling. You mean have specifically you- adults? Because I don't know, like, I only know, like, three kids my age that would know anything about fighting in general. Kids your age don't know a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm not saying that we have advanced too much farther, but, like, I didn't know shit about shit back then. Kids your age also don't appreciate hard ass work like you do and kids you know you do but you also know those outliers who are you know you have friends who are fight fans who are fans of intense human beings in other aspects you know astronauts and war veterans and stuff like that like your friends are a different cut so my friends like fighting yeah i'm talking about both your friends here hey (laughs) shout out to izzy west shout out to riley myers my fight fan friends those are your two friends yeah those are my two friends the um 
Shout out to my other friends. <laughs> That don't like Whose names I can't think. Have of. Have you seen that yeah. Sebastian, the comedian Sebastian Maniscalco? I know Sebastian Marciano from Minnesota Top Team. Same guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is it the same guy? A couple of Irishmen, huh? <laughs> yeah. He does stand up comedy too, huh? He's got a skit on like getting to a bar fight, like nowadays, as opposed to like. Oh, it's pretty good man yeah it's really good i've never actually watched any of his stuff but i've heard good things of him. kevin hart has a good one too about getting I've never watched any of his stuff get, either fighting over a parking spot at best buy and his mom's like you don't let him punk you and the guy he goes <laughs> and a little vietnamese guy jumped out and started slapping his own knees and i was like get back in the car mama he knows mma <laughs> he knows mma hey t- did was it fucking ryan hall a few ufc cards ago yeah where you start trying to do that roll in entry or some M&I shit roll? Yeah. M&I roll thank you what the fuck? Uh, hey, it works. Rel- no, relative to the previous topic. To people even more and more, oh. your average Joe's looking at a thing going, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, the Eminari's roles, the, his entry to that, to that I, mean, I could be wrong, but he, his whole entry, anytime you get on your ass and then win, people, a lay person's not going to look at that and be like, I get what's going yes, on here. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe in due time. But that, well, yeah, for sure. Maybe in due time, people. Oh, you had your shin next to his shin. Then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, but I guarantee you, there was enormous like after fight bar conversations of what the fuck was that? Most people probably you know? said they have no really, idea who he is, you know. But most people probably said really uh, homophobic things about the whole event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that's still a thing. Yeah. Uh, tap out shirts and stuff. Same you know what? crew. There's your bros that I don't know if we were on mic yeah. at the time, but there's your bro culture. Man, there. some of those tap out shirt guys. Once we actually started meeting them and like picking their mind about like jujitsu stuff, some of them really surprised you. You're like, oh, you just happen to dress like this exit. Oops. Well, and also, you're actually doing it. You're actually you're actually doing the part that you're dressed as. Well, but, but I was gonna say like, good on the tap out people for making a lot of money off of cheap t shirts. Yeah. They aren't the only ones to do it, but they were, yeah, they fuck. sure were. They nailed it for a while. It's like a Guy Fieri thing. Boy, this guy looks ridiculous, but he's cool. You can't hate that hustle, too. Selling them, going to local MMA events and selling them on the back yeah. of a van, right. boxes them for 10 bucks. And honestly... We worshipped punk bands in the 80s and 90s for doing that kind of thing, so good on them. Everybody who listens to a Nick, uh, everybody who hates Nickelback, mm. uh, they, they, they're selling out stadiums to somebody. Yeah. It's, and it's got to be some crossover there. Get it. How's that grip strength? Get in there. Did you see that je- uh, Chinese girl do the perfect dive? Yeah, she the had 14, all 10s. Like 14-year-old? Yeah, which maybe. Well, yeah, but purported or whatever. Yeah, yeah. maybe that, 14. I, I, I know nothing about that, but I jumped in the water. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, like it's one of those like, holy shit, is that the good version of jumping in the water? Cause that's, I didn't know it could look like that. Dude. I've moved tables and made bigger splashes than that. I mean, you know, you leave your little drink. The, uh, that, gr- that, I haven't I was, seen a dive like that since the triple indie. You, you're recycling so internet commentaries. Uh, the, honestly, I never paid any attention to the shooting sports at the Olympics before. Cause I, I still haven't. I do, the, the skeet shooting. The skeet, skeet, skeet shooting? Yeah, yeah. Wait till the white people find out what skeet, skeet means. Uh, <laughs> they know. Well, now they do, but it's a throwback to Dave Chappelle. Or yeah, um, but I don't Have you ever tried skeet shooting? Not in Olympic style. Yes. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right? But they're like they're down on their hip with this shotgun. And, like a and the goddamn thing, 90s movie The thing flings it. Yeah. 
and they go, pew, pew. it's like a half a second. Like the thing flies 10 feet and they just bam. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Olympians yeah. are crazy. You watch ping pong? People have no idea how good people who are good at stuff mm-hmm. are. And that's, fuck, how- yeah, fuck Olympic level ping pong. It's, it makes you never want to play it again. A lot of Olympic level stuff makes me never yeah, want to play. It's the fine line Except between for inspiration. Karate. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I could definitely you win know, a gold medal in karate. Can I play 16 times in a row? I'm the world champ. Yeah, man, that's brutal, dude. <laughs> that Batman show that, is awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, you're like, you play Batman in the yard. Like, I could definitely be an Olympian if I just put a little bit of time in here. I could be an Olympian. Then you watch the player, like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit. That thing's moving like a rocket nope, ship. Nobody's got a beer. I can't do this. Oh. Wait. Well, what other fights? Fighting things are in the Olympics. Judo? judo. That doesn't count. Why? Because <gasps> I've talked to judo guys, and that's not real judo. Yep. That's that's one of those things. Oh, did the IBJJF really say that they're worried about becoming becoming accepting an Olympic sport, becoming an Olympic sport because it would uh, it could water down and ruin? A lot of people have said that. Jiu-jitsu? But did IBJJF actually say it? So it was on one of those sites where I'm like, is this a spoof site or are these guys really just write the most ridiculous articles that I've ever seen in my life? But yeah, yeah I was like, I could see. You clicked on it. So, yeah, yeah, I was like, I could see the IBJJF saying that because they are pretty crazy about some of the things they, they think about themselves. and mm-hmm. Like just to have the thing like, we're reconsidering our stance if we want to be an Olympic sport. They would, You would go running and do anything they said. Anything the IOC said, you'd do it to be the governing body of an Olympic sport, yeah. for sure. You're not going to be like, you know what? We made it this far. It was our goal this whole time, and now we're going to turn this down because you guys look too soft to us. I think a lot of sports and whatevers need to not be involved in the Olympics. Again, meaning, I think a lot of fighters those, need to unionize, but things that should happen, everybody needs to collectively get together on it. Well, yeah, like the the USAPL, USA mm-hmm. Powerlifting, mm-hmm. is the sort of like amateur US feeder into the International Powerlifting Federation. The mm-hmm. IPF, the second one, is in talks with like Olympic approval, which is, you know, however many decades long process. But part of that is the IP, IPF conforming to drug testing rules of the IOC mm-hmm. and all these other things, which like the USAPL started as the U.S. Drug-Free Powerlifting Association. They've been really strict and really consistent on drug testing for years and years and years. So they're looking at trying to stay affiliated with the IPF, and the IPF is trying to go IOC rules, right? Fucking alphabet soup. But they would have to test way less for way more money with not as good technology In 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 the USAPL. Compared compared to what they do now, in order to conform, so to the standards like would drop. The standards would be way more expensive oh. and, and drop way down in quality. Yeah. So then people so just stay out of the Olympics. Just do you. Yeah, there's more stringent drug testing in powerlifting than there in, is in the in USAPL. The, <laughs> not in powerlifting as a whole. It's, <laughs> I just want to say it's a circus. I'm gonna hit it a little harder with that one. Right. But, yeah. yeah, but also the Olympics. You know, we can see your Chi- We can see the Chinese athletes, right? Like I watched weightlifting. That always, I always, yeah. if I could catch it, I tune into it and I watched a lot of the replays. Right. Because, but, oh, I'll get to why in a second, but back to the point. These, I watched a dude from India come out and he had pretty good numbers, missed his last lift. And I watched some dude from Greece come out. Greece historically has pretty, pretty yep. good weightlifting. USA Weightlifting is one of their top coaches, Piros Dimas. One yeah. One of the all time great Greece. Yeah. And then the Chinese lifter came out and you're like, Oh, oh, this guy looks like an action figure that somebody unwrapped and threw onto the stage because the other two looked like humans who lift weights 
yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy and his traps look like humans who yeah, lift the, weights the, all the time. It's the lifter version <laughs> of cauliflower ear, except it's your traps come from the top of your ears down. Yeah, yeah. Lifting. And you're yeah. like, this This thing was dru- bred and drugged for this sport of weightlifting, and it's not even fair. And, and then, I don't know, Chinese athletes across the board were looking a little sus on the whole. Could you, they were looking like uh, how... Strike force fighters look compared to you know drug tested athletes, <laughs> or how old UFC fighters look to a modern modern day UFC fighters. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, or even just when they crack down on stuff, do the befores and after mm-hmm. photos of of the guys. Well, there's no there's no repercussions. No, right. Well, I mean, look at Russia was still able to compete even though yeah. they were banned from the Olympics. And, yeah, they just so. changed their team name to like the Russian R-O-C. Olympic crew. <laughs> <laughs> we're the Russian Olympic crew boys. <laughs> It was ROC, wasn't it? Yeah. Russian. Yeah. So like the Philippines got their first gold, first wow. Olympic medal ever, and it was a Did woman you hear about in that girl? gold in in the Olympic. Did list. you hear about her her training setup? No, tell me. This girl had water jugs that she put on the end of progressively oh longer sticks I knew, as she I needed knew, to make it heavier. I knew you were going to say some shit like that. God damn it! That's so fucking crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. And she was just how you can't beat somebody who wants it that bad. Yeah, they won't give up. That's you're fighting a machine. And then I'm over here like you know the nearest like Olympic lifting type facility. Well, there's all these CrossFit gyms, but they're all like 15 minutes away. I'm usually tired when I get done with work. So I mean, I've only got an hour and a half to fit it in, and then you got a shower in that time, and then get to eat maybe. Do I really want to like end up getting bulky like that either? I'm probably dehydrated, (laughs) so I probably shouldn't go too hard today. And then there's some girl in the Philippines going, does anyone have a jug of water I can use? I got too strong. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I might be getting a migraine. I should. Yeah. So that uh, the girl, um, first American fencing medal, I think. Oh, fucking sweet. Fencing is crazy, dude. I want to see those people really knife fight, like sword fight somebody. Nick Scrady's kid used to fence. Damien? I used to go watch him when he was a little God. kid. Yeah. The way they dance around people, I'm like, that's some foot movement. So all these Olympians. Fencing's probably a good one, too. But there's some sports that definitely you can see the carryover. Throwers, right? Track and field athletes in general. If they can compete on a D1 level, how long do you think it would take them to be before they're beating most black belts they run into if they're just getting into jiu-jitsu well the, and that's this is the this is the actually the argument that has gone or argument conversation has gone on for years for throwing if all of our best throwers and throwing body types didn't go on to get free college playing on the line in football the strong and going strongman argument the yeah, yeah exactly same thing and the Arguably one of the better throwers of all time. I think he actually did go on to win a silver medal, but he also got paid to play a lot of football, Mm -hmm. paid a lot of money to play football. He would have done better in more Olympics. Mm -hmm. Michael Carter, his daughter, Michelle Carter, is actually an Olympic gold champion in the shot put too. Again, genetics, like take the right bodies and the right skill set and Mm -hmm. put them in a certain thing. But there's money in football. Olympic glory is very low odds. But sometimes, like some of those guys on the line, especially on the defensive line, they're they're gamers too, so they understand the the technical side of their game so well that they coupled with those guys have to have that plus the athleticism. So those guys who don't have that mentality of how to play football, it's just not in their brain. Like a Brock Lesnar, he was an athlete enough to play football, but he was, but then he not was a football player. He's a beat you up kind of guy. Yeah. So if Brock Lesnar would have been a thrower. 
what kind of numbers would he, could I don't he know. put yeah. up? You know? It's all hypothetical, but mm-hmm. you take the I big, think strong probably body gotta, types. That Olympic throwers well. probably got to be maxed out in like that kind of like a buffalo with horsepower. You know? it's, it's a lot like the, the very fast ramp up you saw in Strongman where suddenly you had to be six foot eight and 370 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, throwers by, I mean, there's a couple shorter ones like back into the 90s. Like mm-hmm. Adam Nelson was like five foot 10, mm-hmm. but everybody around him was six foot four, six foot six. The same kind of thing is with Strongman. Like so it's just like the NBA. How, like, how, long, how long would it take for an Olympic level thrower? I'm going to go ridiculous here, okay? But just, the I can't, 12. just because I can't think of another like big heavyweight but how long would it take an olympic level thrower before he could hang with Bushesha. Like, adolfo vera fuck dude it's it's such a it's just at its base such a ludicrous is it hypothetical i mean the foot movement just you know like guard the ability to guard passes that kind of like speed on the and lightness yeah, they're so light on their feet and then just they had explosion you know like nicky rod going to the adcc as a blue belt and he's just such a good wrestler, and I get it, he's a grappler too, so he's got a lot of advantage going in there. So maybe he gets an extra. It takes well, I think, I think the answer is we're going to find out. That's the next generation is like the kids. You that, think a huge crossover? Like I was in this sport, and I'm a, I'm gonna go from fencing well, no, to jujitsu. It's kids that kids and young people that would have in sort of our generation mm-hmm. gone and played football. And I'm a left tackle because I'm tall yeah. and I'm huge. Well, no, that kid's going to get into a fight sport because it's so much more popular. It was available, etc. Yeah. Well, you might have seen that in box. I mean. Did you ever see that in boxing, though? Because boxing, people could have gone to boxing instead of the NFL. You know, if you're a big, you could have gone to be a heavyweight boxer versus being an Did anybody t- pick heavyweight boxing over an NFL career? Even when boxing was in its prime. Well, I was going to say, he got killed in the 90s under what's-his-face with the hair. Oh, Don King, yeah. You, you know, he pulled it yeah. off TV, put it on pay-per-view. Well, you just killed an industry long-term. It made him a lot of money in a short-term or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of what UFC did. So UFC has the draw mm-hmm. to take someone who's maybe an outstanding football player but also wrestles and has been doing some jiu-jitsu, and instead of going on playing college ball, he then getting takes, back Getting know. back to Gable, Gable's a good argument. Could Gable, could Gable have played football? Is he a big dude? Is he tall? I mean, no, he's a big dude. He's guy, not so. tall. He's like six foot, six one. Yeah. So six one two sixty is not a big guy, but like for football, quote unquote, you know, yeah, yeah, right, right, you know, yeah, and I don't think he's two sixty even. He What's mo- the weight class? Isn't it? It's one twenty five kilo, but that's a, that's the cap. Yeah. So two seventy five is one twenty five is two sixty eight, two seventy two seventy five, two seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's two seventy five, uh, the cap, but I think he's at like. Two, I'm gonna guess two forty, two fifty. I think, sure. but just by, I'm going by what I saw on TV. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's like two sixty five. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, but team two sixty five. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so could guys like that have played football? I mean, you could, do you have any guys who are fighting right now? Like could, John Jones, could he couldn't have been a tight end? Otherwise, he would have. You know what I mean? But or is, is wide he, receiver. Who's the guy with the brother in the NFL? That's John him. Jones. Yeah, he's that's, got two, that's what I'm saying. If he yeah, could have yeah. been in the NFL, we we know he would have gone to the NFL if he could have, because his brothers did. It's not like he was like, guys, I see your careers are really taking off and you're making millions of dollars. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna go fight in this at, at this uh, uh, county fair tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially get knocked the fuck out and forget the alphabet and never have a career. Yeah, and so, so he definitely couldn't. But you know what? I will say though, the more recent transition though, that John Jones did start at an earlier time when. You fought because you didn't have other sport options. But, yeah, Greg Hardy right now coming over from the NFL, even though he got canned for a good reason. He should have never been picked up by the UFC, in my opinion. But he comes over, and you're like, what happens if a super athlete picks up MMA? 
right? Right. We saw he does very well up until a point. Yeah. And then gets his lights shut out by and a guy who drinks out of fight. a boot. Yeah, it was that last fight. <laughs> Did you see his tweet back to him too? Uh-huh. Like, I guess, uh, I'm, I didn't see the fart. Uh, the, the fart? The fight. You didn't see the fart? <laughs> I'll show you a fart. I didn't see the fight. But uh, apparently he like, he stunned Tuivasa like early. Mm-hmm. And Tuivasa like just kept his composure, came back, knocked Greg Hardy out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hardy was like talking about it or tweeting about it or something. Like I had him, but whatever. He was doing the chicken dance or whatever. And the dude's like, hey, man, I hit back. Mm. <laughs> uh, in real life and on the internet <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was great but you know there it is though i mean you can't deny that a super athlete will get to the top again they just have different things about them right now if it was without striking that changes everything again and now can you just super athlete your way through a through a jujitsu match or is it is jujitsu so technical that that kind of athletic superiority doesn't really matter Nicky Rod is not that great of a wrestler. He's not a, an Olympic gold medalist, right? Not I can't say it's not that great. Not that great by what I'm talking about. Yeah, here. at elite right. level standards, right? He was damn good. Yeah, he, yeah. He wasn't making the Olympic team, but when he went over to the ADCC, he was, they were like, "Holy crap, this guy can out wrestle everybody." So, yeah, I just wonder like how long it takes when when these shots. That's also very up. specific. Originally, at least to the ADCC, that's like part of the thing was letting it is be as much wrestling and jujitsu yeah. as possible. You know what I mean? The rules it was the perfect favors, storm yeah. that favored him. Yeah. He it was the right tournament to do that at. Yeah. But um Yeah, so I am just wondering like how many like these this mindset, this obsessed mindset, these fences, right? You're already light on your feet. You you know how to you have very good coordinations and you also just are so, such a good student of whatever you're practicing. You t- somebody like that, you take them and you put them in karate. Because it's a similar rhythm, a similar kind of dance. Mm-hmm. I've also the, the farther you get from those base like movement patterns and stuff, yeah. the, the tougher the argument. Would you rather if you're training a world champion from a, scratch? Okay. Would you rather start with for jujitsu? You're trying to train a jujitsu world champion. Okay, you have ten years to do this, say or five years. Okay. Would you rather start with an MIT engineer, like one of the best in class there? And train that person, or would you rather start with an Olympian who has an unrelated gold medal Olympian in an unrelated sport? So we have because uh, an engineer is Joe gonna... Rogan fighting against what's his nuts nerdy dude with the, with the Lex Friedman. Guy. Lex Friedman. Yeah. So we just have those two guys fight and see how it goes. Because my my other thought with jujitsu, <laughs> there's so many like people who can remember step by step by step and be meticulous yes. in all the details. Yes, do very well in jujitsu, regardless of their athletic composure yeah because there's at least 12 steps to everything yeah it's more like 12 times 14 and right? the more detailed they are in each step and that's why i was wondering well as you say to your point though you were saying an olympic level athlete so somebody that's already like excelled at something so they're obviously probably good at the steps i would say like a crazier comparison would be an mit guy to just uh somebody that is very athletic but hasn't achieved that success an mit engineer though is like one of the most is like the one of the most accomplished engineers in the world like the the lead engineer at mit i I think the janitor there is probably smarter though (laughs) you you math problems not so hard you just you just a weak ass rich kid (laughs) bobby ricky nikki tommy terry um i think i go with the athlete in that scenario because you're you're They've both done 10 years of prep, and they're both north of 25 and biologically on their way down. The one guy's not going to catch up. 
But if you if you take their kids, okay, their six seven year old kids with the genetics and mm-hmm. the household culture, it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what, also why uh, it, it's interesting. The things all these factors that make it because we're talking so much about like heavy athletes, but what about when we start looking at the light athletes too, the really light hundred and twenty five pound dudes, right? You take them from a high level gymnastics. Do you take a gymnast from the Olympics? It's 125 pounds versus that same engineer now. Now you're not talking about a big tank of a person, right? I think the, I think the gymnastic gymnast wins all day it's long. Fucking Mark Niccolo. But some of those, but those high <laughs> level I have, engineers. I have personal examples for all of these. That one's Mark Niccolo. <laughs> Who's Mark Nicolo? He's a black belt at M Theory. Oh. And if he didn't tell me I that he had a gymnastics students. background, yeah. I, part of me would have known. Like, it just, there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really, it's, um, this is interesting then. So, jujitsu is more physical than it is cerebral. In application, it's a physical endeavor. You don't, I'm not. One of those things you can have all the knowledge, but you can't if you don't have the lungs, you can't do it. Yeah, the the, uh, the physical attributes outweigh the like knowledge and mental ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the real the magic I for jujitsu for me has always been like know. some guy who just looks like he has been on a five day bender or a whole lifelong bender, and he's been eating whatever he wants. You know those black belts are like, man, this guy looks like complete garbage, and he's breathing heavy already, and then they just go and just do nothing to you, and you're flying all over the place, and you're squished, and you can't move, and you're tapping three four times like those guys are all mental that's all just knowing the tricks right yeah you think so i know i wasn't listening to i know you are. you're looking at your phone <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to like picture somebody that would fit that bill that i got lost in thought well like our friend tom yeah or tj tall tom tall tom and tj very very smart people yep Understand they when you roll. But they it, also don't look like the type of dudes who just come off a bender either. They're very no. Oh, you want to know that kind of example? That yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, so I don't know this guy, but I've met a lot of uh, a lot of the older Brazilian people who I've met that haven't sp- spoken English. Okay. They just look like they've been partying for a while and yeah. just eating good and living in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And they and you see him you're like look at this big belly on this guy you know, like that old pro wrestler build too or whatever like you're just like look at the big belly on this guy and shoulders feel all soft and it doesn't feel like a lot to him and you're whatever like if you had to run down the parking lot you'd know you, who's gonna win if you had to do any, any other athletic activity you know who's gonna win but for some reason when they comes to them grabbing your gi as soon as they grab your gi it's over right you it's the same argument big guy to small guy there's a bunch of skinny fuckers that had theory this morning just destroying me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, or really small yeah. guys. That you're like, how the hell did you do that, right? Yeah. yeah. Because okay. they know the steps. So if you get somebody who has very, very, very intelligent, like elite level intelligence, the 1% of the 1% versus that in the physical side, who learns jujitsu? who becomes a successful jiu-jitsu practitioner, practitioner faster? The smart faster? guy. Smart guy. Do you think so? Yeah. I th- see, I think the the athletic person gets better quicker. And then it's not what he said. He didn't say better. He oh. said, "Didn't you say get to the elite level?" Yeah. Who, who, who reaches who, well, mas- I just said, reaches I just, mastery? Yeah. Who reaches mastery? The nerd every time. Look at the fucking room. 
But then again, the, but the physical guy though, the guy he's also some he's a nerd of his own thing. Like a top level swimmer is going to be a nerd about studying sure. swimming. Sure, but it should be. There are definitely plenty of examples of the people who just got it and they don't even have to try for it, right? But who? That's kind of what I'm asking. Who would who would have more success? A really nerded out dude or just an untapped athlete? My answer now is I'm fucking exhausted of this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Yeah." Uh, what was your favorite Olympic event that you're not? That what was your favorite new Olympic event? Like something you were just like, "Oh, I've it was never, the shooting." Oh yeah, that's right, the shooting. It was. It was. I was blown away. <laughs> I get it. It was. It was just a stat. I mean, I like you kind of have seen it. And you never really paid attention, but I was just amazed at what they could do. The I watched uh, at my buddy's gym in Hopkins Defiant. I watched. Uh, with them we were standing around looking up at the tv and it was like rhythmic gymnastics mm. super crazy mm-hmm. just trying to trip themselves with the ribbon and did you watch any it's skateboarding not working no did you watch any nope. skateboarding i didn't i actually watched a lot of bmx so yeah the, yeah the racing on like the hell track style like yeah crew jones shit it was awesome man. that sounds dope i didn't even know that was an olympic sport this yeah, year i didn't either it was fucking awesome Think about how awesome it was when you that was going to be on ESPN in like 1994 or whatever. Right, yeah. it was like, what? And now it's in the Olympics. Yep. They're getting drug tested now. That's funny. <laughs> they can't be drug testing the skateboarders. I think IOS, I they just know. all across the board, I think. They what? I think they just test across the board, don't they? Skateboarders would all test positive for weed. Think about the snowboarders. Well, snowboarders too, yeah. Well, Sean, Sean what's-his-face actually yeah, got busted, didn't Sean he? Sean Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember kid. him getting... Maybe it was the after the fact, like the Michael Phelps thing, where it's like, who okay. gives a shit? Let him right. smoke weed. Yeah. Do you uh, the kayaking? Did you oh, see any of that? I've never I seen that, see but that. just kayaking in general gives me anxiety. Well, yeah. Have you paddled a kayak on a nice still lake? It's reasonably yeah, energy intensive. No. And then they see these guys doing the version they do in the Olympics. It's absolutely. Bonkers. Did you see that vertical wall climb? No. They oh, just yeah, shoot yeah. straight yeah. up. They don't yeah. touch their feet at all, and they basically jump one hand at a time up this wall. Yeah. yeah. They need to make the course harder or something. Yeah. <laughs> or more danger. Yeah. Yeah. Something. No. No safety harness. Yeah, that looks like a sport that's been contested in the Olympics for like fifty years, and it's like microsecond improvement. It's like the hundred meter dash. Mm-hmm. It looks like just mastered across the board, and somebody just wins by a fraction of an inch or something. You know. Speed what might walking. be the greatest Olympic sport, though, of all time? Speed, speed walking. Speed walking, mm. for sure. Did you see the little horses doing their little dances? <laughs> the horse dance event? What do you no. call it? Wait, what's a the lady point? from England will ride out <laughs> is it, uh, on a pristine white horse, and then she stops in the middle, they turn around in a circle, and then the horse does this little dance with his feet. Is that the equestrian? Is it, no, is it, isn't it dressage? Isn't that called horse dressage? Tap. I was laughing too hard to catch the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said horse tap dancing. Right? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. We we'll go with horse tap dancing. Yeah. Sure. Because you said the horse goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. I was like, this is. Who. I was like, that's in. Wrestling's out. Yeah. What year did. Yeah, right. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They were trying to get rid of wrestling for. Couple in the, years uh, ago, right? Yeah, 2020 Olympics. They're, gonna say, they're trying to make it the first Olympics without wrestling. Why? For right, summer Olympics. They're like, we've been doing this for like 200 years or more. Just get rid of it. Boring. Since the first Olympics. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> I think no more. Running, running and wrestling. Wrestling was probably like the first like official we're going to contest it. Wrestling's like, an older sport. People have been wrestling longer than they've been running. Running was invented in 1797 by John Running. Oh. There's a Wikipedia thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
at all. John running at all. There was there was a committee. I want to look at that page. I just saw it. <laughs> that was Reddit, not Wikipedia. It's a far more dynamic <laughs> environment. Uh, um, how about you? Did you catch any other Olympic sports besides wrestling? No. Well, track. I like a little bit of it. Yeah, what event? The running one. <laughs> 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 one around the circle. I don't know. Some women. Oh. uh. Run fast, lean left. Hurdles. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. just saying words. No, point. no, no. I saw oh. the, the a bunch of the women. They were just like. Hurdling is crazy. Does anyone, when they wave out. Yeah, it's lady, a girl brutal. fell. I saw and then that one. Everyone was like, <laughs> it's, "You're running with shit in your way." Yeah, yeah. You don't jump over it. You run over it. They stride. Yeah, yeah. It's not a jump. Not in third grade. You and stop and then you jump over that motherfucker. <laughs> Remember the the one when that girl fell? It was it was like raining. It's super wet out too. On yeah. top of it that oh. day. Could you imagine? Uh. Uh-uh. You're talking about the one where the gal came back and win it? It was like the 800? Oh, no, this one. That was a crazy... laying on the track. Yeah. Uh, that was a crazy wait. moment. The gal got tripped up and fell and then came back and won the 800 or something like that. Oh, I didn't see that. I think it was 800 or the 15, maybe. Okay. Which I are also brutal events, for sure. A little bit of um, the marathon. That's all you need with the yeah. marathon. Tuned in bit. at like 17 miles in. Marathons and basketball games at the very end. I'm good. <laughs> you have the basketball score. Yeah. 50 to 52. Now it's 52 to 52. What was the winning time on the marathon? Do you remember? Just nope. out of curiosity. All I remember is this girl, she was like three years old or something, and she wrote a like letter thing in crayon, and she was like, I will win Olympic gold in running. And then for the marathon, she got like second, I think. Mm. So, so she she's was, a she liar. was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she idiot. <laughs> let us all down. No, <laughs> did you ever believe it? <laughs> she let us all down. <laughs> also, your E's are backward. Oh, that's gonna be her generation's Dan and Dave. Remember those guys, Dan versus Dave. Yeah. Also, you don't know how to spell Olympic. <laughs> me? No. Oh, that's all Chris. the kids. Chris definitely doesn't. Know how to spell I didn't. Yeah, like, I me. Don't tell anybody. Have you guys watched the uh, Master Ken with the Danaher Death Squad stuff? No. no. That's the thing? Yeah, you know Master Ken. Yes, I know Master yeah, Ken. Yeah, he's got like a series of episodes with the Danaher Death Squad. Like yeah. Craig Jones and whatever. Have you seen Bernardo or John Danaher impersonating Bernardo Faria? It, j- say that again? Bern- John Danaher yeah, and Bernardo. Yeah. I've been doing all those videos together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen where John Danaher starts doing an impersonation of Ber- Bernardo? Oh my goodness! Oh, it's as good as you think. That it is. is. I need to. See I'll show that. you after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, people are driving right now, texting and crashing, like looking, trying to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, do you think bodybuilding should be an Olympic sport? No. Oh yeah, the drug testing. It, it'd be it's the same thing with you know strongman. It would, it would never fly. It would never. Work. I think CrossFit should be an Olympic sport. No. I think fewer things should be Olympic sports. Yeah. I think it's you're 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 pushing everything to the center. More and more people going to the same place, doing the same thing with the same you know underlying rules and governance and all that. I don't like that. 
Yeah, but it's until you have a, a medal that has the prestige of an Olympic gold medal, everybody's going to try to become a part of that thing. Like the X Games. No, yeah, I, I agree that that's the truth. Yeah. But I'm saying we need to rethink that. Yeah. Let you know the the big. What's the biggest trophy in the world? Like physically? <laughs> no, like the prestige wise. Uh, Super Bowl. Hmm. Or fucking Euro Cup, whatever soccer. Yeah, the you know World I mean? Cup has nothing to do with the Olympics. The Olympics are a novelty every four years. Oh yeah, it matters more than anything in the culture of those specific sports. It matters to everybody without but, money. Yeah, again, this is this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because as soon as you have a payday, that do you see any pro golfers in the Olympics? Yeah. Do you see any? Just like remember the NBA Dream Team, the first time they're like they're gonna let pro basketball players play in the Olympics, and we're gonna destroy the world and win gold and we did and then every olympics summer olympics after that it was like i don't really want to go do my job for free and travel and do all that bullshit and sleep on a cardboard bed for this yeah maybe hurt my ankle doing this bullshit over here. yeah career ending injury so that's why football will never be an olympic sport i can't believe right. soccer is it is. is it soccer yeah, yeah. but I soccer is gigantic but i didn't hear a thing about it i don't think the they have gives a i think shit, it's like boxing clearly. they're they're each country's not yeah. sending their best yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then you're in boxing. Yeah, well, you, you, you're a professional boxer now because of that dream team rule change. Pros can compete in these Olympic events, hmm. but why would you? Yeah, golfers aren't doing it, and golf's a pretty easy on the body. It looks like, except for the whole going to clubhouse afterwards. But the rest of it looks like it's pretty easy on the yes. body. So, I don't know. I think there's at a certain point when you get paid to do it, you won't, you don't want to do your job for free. What's that guy? That golfer? My second favorite athlete of all time what's that big fat old john smoking daly. john yeah. daly that's where we are <coughs> Derek lewis and john <laughs> daly those are my so point is until you have an amateur title yes an amateur trophy that can that can measure up to the olympic trophy the olympic gold medal then you might have a, a time where people are trying to take their niche sport and be part of this instead right what if I'm in a sport where once I go pro, I'm actually pro and making good money mm-hmm. and I'm a star and whatever, mm-hmm. why the fuck would I go over there? Like if gymnastics ever had a pro gymnastics, you'd it change the it crush the Olympics uh, in their whole summer program. Yeah, right. Because they focus so much or swimming. If swimming became boy, is swimming a boring sport to watch, dude. Oh, but I love watching the Olympics, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, aside from the one where they go down and back, like. A lot. Yeah, the long. The but, long the, <laughs> but the ones where they just go like down and back a few times. Oh, all I see is splashing. Is great. All I see is splashing. The or best like they're part, underwater. The best part is the lifeguard. <laughs> For sure. What the fuck? You think your job's pointless? <laughs> yeah, that that whole meme. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I mean, this is like an obvious like joke. I can't believe this is the first year I ever remember hearing it where they said they should have an average person yeah. like yeah. swimming yep. alongside just for reference. That that meme is like the realest meme ever. Yeah. That would be so Add a lane to every one of those tracks and let some, some They kind of do it, them. though, if you watch the Olympics. They just don't show the airing of the average guy because some of these countries, they're not sending people to win this thing. There's some countries where they don't have enough food to have a good weightlifter, but they're sending a weightlifter anyways, and then, you're, then you see what an average dude looks like compared to a, an Olympic gold medalist. But it's like in, uh, I don't know if they still do it this way, but it used to be that world's strongest man 
the host country had an automatic invite to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. would usually get stomped. Yeah. So but, then you kind of get to it, see. But it damn well wasn't average. He was no, still. But if you're, okay, there are, real, there's got to be like some sports where you're like, like in wrestling, the Brazilian, the Brazilian Olympic wrestling team probably would be like a good D2 school here. Sure. So that's not an average guy, but that's a pretty average. You know a lot of D2 wrestlers, you know, if you know wrestlers. Sure. So there's some perspective, but to pull it back to that meme that Paulie's referencing, it's like Like legitimately beer-swilling, judging Simone Biles kind of guy. Okay. Then take that dude and put him in lane 11 and see how long it takes him to run that 100 meters if he makes it. So fun. So good. I mean, it'd probably get boring after the first year, but like. For that first year, well, remember like, hey, yeah. what did yeah. average dipshit fucking do? <laughs> did you ever watch Pros versus, pros Joes? versus Joes? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Say, yeah. Um, but I think one thing with the why you're going to take a hit from Ladanian Tomlinson. By, what? I think jujitsu has a solid argument to never have to be affiliated with the Olympics to associate with greatness. Because if you win jujitsu worlds at black belt, that's an amazing win. You are the best jujitsu practitioner in the world at that weight class who showed up at that tournament. You know all those things that go with it. But you are you have a legitimate argument saying nobody's going to beat me in my weight class. But if that's not enough, and you feel you need a bigger title recognition, MMA is a reasonable option. You know, and I think wrestling could American wrestlers could focus on becoming MMA fighters in the future and just be like, yeah, I start out in a safe sport and then. And it teaches me how to be the best fighter of all time. So now I'm I'm known worldwide. America just keeps pumping out the best fighters in the world, and nobody cares that hey, but you guys didn't win gold medal in in this sport in the Olympics, yeah, because we were worried about getting to this point. But are the top three belts, and I mean top three like weight classes, top three belts in the UFC held by Africa right now? Heavyweight, light heavy, and then whatever the fuck you call Francis and Ganyu. I think it's all Africa. It's pretty cool. Francis Ngannou and Kamaru Usman's an American. He grew up in America. He's an American wrestler. Okay, um, and then Stylebender, Style who is a New Zealander with African roots. I think Ngannou. Don't, aren't they all African flags though? When they show him fighting. Well, okay, yeah, but if I went out and fought Tito Ortiz, flew a a, a Mexican flag. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, you, you you not like they like check you like, hey, whoa, whoa, buddy, we're gonna need to see some some background facts before we let you walk out with that flag. Oh, you know, your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you say, hold on. What'd you say about Nebraska? Usman's from Nebraska. Oh, that really takes the romance out of it. Nebraska. Marty from Nebraska. Yeah, he's just Marty. <laughs> Marty. Ben Askren called him out. He goes, "I remember growing up wrestling you as a kid. You were Marty from Nebraska. You're a tough wrestler, <laughs> but you're you weren't Kamaru or whatever. He's like yeah. you're Marty from Nebraska. So that whole thing about you know that seems Marty like a very Ben Askren thing to say. Thing. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so. Oh God, he's so cringy. Ben Askren is at least fun about it. Colby Covington is just like uh, you're kind of. That's he, that's he why I don't runner. like the WWE aspect of it. Bro, but let's I'm go back and watch. Let's go back and watch UFC 17. It's not that fun. With like, here comes a guy in jean shorts who's gonna who's gonna fight another guy with a crop top. <laughs> Great, a flat top, top, flat top. I mean, crop. Well, right, shorts and a crop top, a flat top. But you know, like, okay, all three. The gimmick has changed and grown per the need. Yeah, and also the WWE sells yeah. on an arena every week, two arenas every yeah. week. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, not bashing knocking the WWE. Yeah. I just don't like the 
carryover. But that's the, why they're doing it because just I, like catch wrestling had to turn into pro wrestling to survive. I totally get that it puts money in their pockets. It's just gross that it does. I'm I with Polly. I understand it fully. I. You, I think you guys are undervaluing the fun that some people have with it. Like Chael Sonnen, no, no, everybody no. was like, "Oh, that's you know, it's so WWE pro pro wrestling." He, how he's selling his fights and get a fight with John Jones. But look, let's when we look back on that, that was fun as hell. Chael was fun. He, Uncle Chael, he's still fun. He, he, well, and he's the only like commentator I pay attention to. Either, he's yeah, despite that, he's clowning. DC does it. He clowns on people. Right, calls them DC, out. DC's but a pro DC wrestler. DC is far from like a WWE like total exaggeration. No, he's not. DC donkey. has la- tr- based his character off W. He's admitted it. he's studied a lot of WWE wrestlers to. Base he's just not a big loud. You know, I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah. but what you see is the finished product of that loud. Like he made that loud. That is a louder character than he yeah. probably really is. You know what I mean? And he knows you have to bark at people, but the Colby Covingtons aren't even WWE. Colby Covington isn't doing WWE type of work. He's not. He's doing real sh- what they'd call shoots. He's just saying mean stuff to get people really mad at him, and then they get in a real f- like in the in pro wrestling world when people do that, they get in a real fight. Dude, he's like carrying around Trump's book and wearing Trump's hat and wearing yeah. fucking suits. Like that's total WWE. It's too far. Like he's almost too far for the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe like assigning a like if he did, if if a guy came out like. It's early '90s. It's WWF when it was all yeah, Erwin yeah. Irwin R. Scheister. Like, it's it was all very era. on the right. nose. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say it's more Attitude Era. That's fair too. I give you that. Right when a guy would come out and like the the what was that the like, the Godfather yeah. and all his hoes or whatever it was like Jesus, <laughs> this is really what you guys are selling? Like he brought his green hat. Yeah. So like that, like I see Colby being that kind of like an yeah. attitude there where like when you talk about pro wrestling across the board, even with those early eighties characters, mm. some people are playing Francis Ngannou is a character. He's this he's the bam bam bigelow, the big bruiser gonna come through and just you better be ready for him. He's gonna they, fuck They're you doing up. it in boxing too, that same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially those Floyd two, Mayweather's two have, rich Well no, the two cool. big heavyweights, the hell are their names? Big ugly dude. Oh, Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're creating a lot of attention positive and negative well Tyson Fury you want to talk character. about WWE there's a yeah Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder when they fought and they both came out with those ridiculous especially Wilder's <laughs> overly heavy costume which cost him the fire as we all know mm-hmm. made his legs tired and then, and then didn't uh, he like sprain an ankle too I don't know one of them like took an injury a small injury that'll like be a contributor to the end of his real career and that bullshit can fighters stop using the term go out on my shield too please <sighs> Can somebody just stop? Like, I know nobody wants to have their corner call a fight for him. Nobody wants a referee to stop it for him. I get that, but can we stop using that term? I think you're barking up the right tree entirely. Not only can we stop, can we stop doing the whole 300 was like 20 years ago. Can we just get over it already? (laughs) Um, What's that douchebag's name? Sean, Irish guy, Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Should he have let that fight go for the last thirty seconds? Uh, his, I still his opponent should. Yet. Yeah, his. You, oh, when he, you what mean when fuck? he broke his leg and won? No, no, no. no this no. last fight where the dude took the, the fight on the last. Oh yeah! Oh like yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. He just ate fucking three rounds of. Pounding yeah, he punched that dude. That guy became a superstar. Well, no, I'm saying like or a name. If, at least. if you weren't gonna stop it for what was happening at the end of round one, yeah. Don't stop at the last thirty seconds. Let the kid like yeah. finish. Technically, <clears throat> um, I've refed fights where I've been like, "This is why I'm asking you." Yeah, um, not with thirty seconds. Thirty seconds is considerably a lot more. But 
you hear the the warning click and then mm-hmm. these guys just both hear it and they just come give everything they have and one guy is obviously not he got knocked out a little bit you know like his eyes went crossed and you don't really know where he's at because he might be out and being held by punches or he might just be really just being a dog right now in this fight and it takes a lot right there, to, I think, to step in and break that up because that is the heart of fighting, you know. Like, I mean, right. so many and you stop, you step in there, and you and you intervene. But if a guy shows that he is now that these are swarms, I'm talking about, right? But if a guy's just getting peppered, and he just keeps dropping to a knee and getting up in the MMA, there's no ten count, right? So he just keeps dropping to a knee and getting up, and brushing off, trying to shoot in and missing, but he's just getting beat up. Those three, four, five punches over that thirty second course that are you know, are going to be just as damaging as that swarm, but not as necessary. They don't add to the heart of the fight. They don't add to the, to what you're going to, what the fans and the fighters and everybody who was there that night is going to walk away talking about. And and it's not going to steal from, from that guy. It's not going to take away everything he put on display that night to stop it there. And that, you know, Hey, Hey, that's the ref's job. He steps in, he saves that guy, gives him another fight down the road. Those swarms, though? That, well, that specific guy, maybe not, because that was a fucking bludgeoning for... Like, he lost the alphabet by the <clears> end of that fight. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Which, so I guess, is my point, is compared to what happened the rest of this time, damn. So when Luke Rockhold was on top of Chris Weidman, beating him for 30, 35 seconds before mm-hmm. it got stopped, has Chris ever been the same since? No, he lost his title, and he just kind of... Up and down. Yeah, tough loss here with the gay guard thing and the leg break thing, you know, is it or is it a plan check? And the gay guard thing was actually him playing by the ru- new rules where you can elevate the guy and, and, you know, just outsmarted you. So, like, there's a lot of misfirings all of a sudden. And it's, how's the training going and all that stuff? And that 30 seconds could change every training day that guy has for the rest of his life, right? So you got to consider stuff like this when you're, when you're deciding to stop the fight. Yeah, sure. Drunk asshole in the front row might be booing you, might tuck shit to you in the parking lot <laughs> as you're coming out. But if you let that guy influence you, this other dude who you care about because he's in he's the entertainer and the thing you find so damn entertaining, right? He might not get another fight because of that. Or he may never reach the caliber he was supposed to reach because you fucked up. He's, that's it's easy to make that decision in the Ammies. It's super easy to make that decision in the Amis. No, I'm stopping the fight. You were getting fucking your ass handed to you, dude. You're coming here to learn what's wrong, and this is what's wrong. You got your lesson. Go home. It's easier to do when a guy is obviously on the end of his pro career, and you can step in and save him and say, okay, you you came out, you got all the glory, and now it's done. And Maybe this will be the stoppage that helps you consider retirement. The hardest parts, though, are when people are just, and everybody in the middle of that point is moving towards the next step up, towards the next step up, right? Anybody on a more than two-fight win streak is, hey, man, I'm going to headline the local casino show, which is going to sell out 1,500 tickets. Then I win two or three there. Now I'm looking at fighting the championship in LFA. Now I'm looking at fighting in the, for a UFC contract on Dana White Contender Series. How, how do you ref, how do you stop a fight in the Contender Series and feel as clean? For at least half those stoppages, you—it's such a hard decision to decide, decide that blurry line of, man. If I step in here and this kid's not ready to be done fighting, I fucked up his life. 
But if I don't step in here and stop this kid from fighting, I fucked up his life. Right? That, oh, that thin, 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 razor thin line sometimes is so stressful and so hard to figure out. So, yeah, when you criticize these, these not you, but when people criticize these decisions, I don't know, I think err on the side of safety, but I don't really want to say that because you don't want to water down your sport too and make it into a, as soon as a guy gets punched twice, oh, we're calling it, right? Yeah, so how do you, how do you decide when to stop the fight? I think that's an in-the-moment decision that can be discussed, and I think it's mostly to be discussed on the fine details of that. It's best to be discussed in-house, with a group of officials who can really go over it and over it and over it and filter it over and over again. And to say that this is the exact time, this is what you should have done, this is what is doing by one guy sitting in a room with, with some other people who don't have the right training to give a, and experience to give a proper reaction. You know, it's, uh, it's too tough. It's too tough. I've never seen you be serious for that long. <laughs> I love reffing and I'm doing it again on Saturday. And then in Fargo, on, that's the Fargo thing. Yeah, and in two weeks from now. So I mean it's just I've been going and reffing some of these sparring matches and just getting into it. And yeah, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's a lot of fun. Today. Dude. Yeah, today. This morning. This morning. So yeah. Where is the one two weeks from now? Wilmer, Minnesota. Oh uh What's his name that's raising all the money for Taft Cancer out right now is doing that one, I think. I've been keeping an eye on those because I want to go take some photos of one of them. Tap Cancer out. I think I know who you're talking about. Blue Belt? I can't think of his right? name. Yeah. Uh, what belt is Cancer? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Depends. Belt, they got a bunch of different belts. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Chop out some of these pauses as I look up his name because I feel bad. Are you... Uh, Herrera, something Herrera. Thomas Herrera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a blue ass. belt. He's a 10-year blue <laughs> I don't, I've known Thomas since I started jiu-jitsu, basically. Okay. Um, he's a super nice guy. Talk about a, his, He had a fight, and he took the win from his fight, and all the money from that fight, and like, which was whatever, some small local shows for a couple hundred bucks, and his local uh, Toys for Tots, he gave him all the money. Yes. But then he went in the cage... And asked anybody who entertained that fight to get put, throw money into the cage and collect it all up to give it for Toys for Tots to raise thousands of dollars. That's, that's awesome. awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's He did uh, tap cancer out here in Minneapolis okay. and has signed up for one or two more and doing all these other fights and like 5Ks and charity things. And he's like sold this massive collection of sports memorabilia to raise money for yeah. it. And yeah. Yeah, he's kicking it. He also had a he had a great shirt, it was like the Incredible Herrera or something like that, and looked like the Hulk, him like the Hulk on it. It's just mm, super badass. Sweet. He could design merch and sell it too. He's I like his motivation. I like what he's doing with with everything. But I think somebody needs to give him his purple belt. Does he just not train it? Uh, so I've only seen him at the competitions. I've never. I don't know. I haven't even really was watched. It Jake Clark's wrestle jitsu. Was he something up there? He could be. I don't. I don't I'm know. not. I could ask him next time I see him. I'm sure. I could message him and find out, but yeah. Doesn't um, he do beach wrestling? Jake Clark? No, that's uh. Wait, I think that's also Jake Clark. It might be probably. Well, the one he's yeah. talking about is runs a gym with Roland or Roland's affiliate with that gym somehow, up in St. Cloud Wrestle Jitsu. Because I thought Wrestle Jitsu was also no the same two different guy. guys. The one who does the beach wrestling in Mound tournament every year, he's one who he's a lot shorter. And <laughs> that's, that's the key thing. 
<laughs> I got those two mixed up too a while back ago. But how's that rocking chair working out for you? Love it. <laughs> Sitting every day. Speaking of uh, past due orders, Zach was stressing out about that one. Oh man, oh, he shouldn't I, have been. I was in no hurry. I promised Polly I'd get his rocket chair. You know, Zach. Oh, talks. is that? Oh, I promised Polly I'd get his rocket chair done. That's hour. not even close. <laughs> he dude. made I'm, it. Yeah, Zach made it. I'm so scared of him. I've it? seen. Yes. yes. I'm okay. I'm okay right now. Uh, this, this couch is comfortable, but <laughs> I've seen him make all types of stuff on like Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it looks nice. You talking about Zach? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I should take you up there. He's got a Zach Jeffrey. Cool little shop. Black Belt Woodcraft. He listens to this music that's got like Jordan Peterson yeah. lines cut into it. It's while like he's doing Akira the Don. Yeah. Because I sent it to the group and he private messaged me. He's like, hey man, I love that guy. And I'm like, oh, I've been listening to it for a while too. Yeah. It's just super random like lo-fi guy that puts mm-hmm. that millionaires and shit over it. You know, people saying insightful things. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of it needs to be heard by apparently by some people like. We live, we we run with some pretty motivated. Any jujitsu gym, you tend to run with some pretty motivated people, and then you start forgetting when you go out in the real world. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of people who are totally in their own way, and they have no idea that these simple things that we just are ingrained to do is like a huge chore for them. So I'm glad people like that are out there in the cure. The Don's making it more accessible and fun for people. It's good beats too. Yeah, that's it's what makes it be- fun. Beautiful irony of listening to that while I'm working my janitor job. All this like excellence and whatever. And yeah, but when you see that math problem and they're like, they're trying to figure out how many 45s, <laughs> right? You've got 27 45 pound plates. The math problem is I don't have to pay rent because I'm picking up these cigarette butts. Oh, you're not a school. See, that's what you're yeah, You need to be a janitor yeah, yeah. at a big time school. Yeah, MIT kind of thing. Yeah. Eh, that's already been done. We uh, should probably fucking stop this now. Did we start? We did. We, we did, yeah. Oh. Okay. Thought this is the warm up. <sighs> yeah, I thought that was that whole like long intro thing and then we started. <laughs> it's a cold start. <laughs>